Hello everyone, welcome to Parts of Me Holistically. I'm your fumbling host, Sasha, also known as the Smiley Limey and the brains behind the Holistic Hero. So we're going to do something a little bit different today and I've been wanting to do something a little bit different for a while now. I love music. It's a huge part of my life to the extreme and something many people actually don't know about me is that I spend a lot of, um, or I spent a lot of my time and during my childhood on stage performing as a singer and I actually dove into acting a tad. Um, I was actually told I could have gone many places with my voice back then, but the you know, continuous chaos of my childhood and the lack of sharpening my voice led me down different paths and that's okay. Um, Doug Strawn, who actually worked with the Carpenters, was actually one of my vocal coaches, um, rest in peace. Nevertheless, uh, music was and has always remained a force of validity and expression and therapy and just a love of mine throughout my life. I feel every song tells a story and it helps us connect to memories and dreams. I was actually encouraged by one of my dearest loves to do a life playlist theme podcast and it's something I'm passionate about um, to share my musical taste. I wasn't actually fully convinced when he told me, but when I did a poll on Instagram, it actually surprised me at the positive response and the encouragement to do it. So here I am. I have a few playlists on my poetry account highlights um, on The Smelling Skeleton that's on Instagram. And sometimes I upload different music themes like love and pain and like just for fun stuff. But what I want to do today is make it more of like a little experience, do something a little different and share a tiny little portion of my life playlist or my life in music by playing songs which I not only personally love, but some songs that have deep life memories attached that almost tell a story. And I'll explain a little bit in between each song um, how it I associate to it and the stories behind it in my life and just some fun facts even. But I want to have some fun here and I hope that you have fun enjoying the music with me. So let's get started. begin by saying this I think we've all been asked at some point who's your favorite artist or what's your favorite song and I'll stick by the fact that I'll never truly be able to answer that since it's virtually impossible f- on my end at least um, I just can't answer it uh, however if I really had to choose one artist who makes my soul light up it would be Michael Jackson. Um, Michael has been a huge part of my life in many ways and has influenced my love for music and um, always manages to get me in the groove or feeling something. Um, Aside from the fact that virtually every one of his songs holds a place in my heart, I mean, seriously, that's all I listen to, um, Michael was incredibly gifted, not just as an artist, but as a human being who was completely taken advantage of and misunderstood and abused in so many ways. He was innocent, or at least I believe that according to facts, actual facts, and he will forever remain someone that I look up to. I absolutely adore him. Um, God bless him. Um, I have many friends in the music business who had the pleasure of working with him. I've heard stories. I've been gifted mementos of his. I've grown to know him in ways that the public probably never did, and what a loss to this world. Um, and please, go watch Square One. 
Um, I'll just leave it at that. So to prevent me from going on and on, um, one fact made clear, every one of Michael's songs is an air quote favorite of mine, but I wanna start off this jam sesh with one that I really love a lot from the Invincible album, You Rock My World. Oh man, oh, look at that girl right there. Goodness gracious, oh. That girl fine, man. Look at the... Oh, she just too fine. She knows she fine, too. She is banging. Oh, she's off the hook. She looks good. Uh, <laughs> You're right. Uh-uh-uh-uh. And I bet you can't nobody get that girl. Chris, I can get her. You can't get in that girl, Mike. I guarantee you can't get that girl. Watch me get that girl. I bet you never, never, land. you can't. I can get her. All right, jump on in. Jump on! Watch. <laughs>
I mean, maybe it's not for everyone. Who knows? But I'm often caught jamming out by myself to this song and embarrassing myself. But who cares? And Chris Tucker, he's such a great addition to the short film, which if you haven't watched, do it later. It's a real treat. Um, It's kind of funny, too. But... So this next song is much different, and keep in mind, guys, the songs I'm going to play today will be dramatically different from each other as I play them, and I might do themed episodes in the future, but today's a life playlist episode, so, and the song's really more to my life in specific, but this song is one of my favorites from Madonna that not many people appreciate, I feel like, or at least I feel like, um people don't know about the song as much or appreciate it as much as they might like hung up or into the groove or things like that but in terms of music Madonna's another great for me um I do road trips a lot or at least I used to and this one I listen to a lot on the road I listen to with my gal pals or just when I feel like being inspired from the female fire within you want to know what it feels like for a girl Girls cut my jeans, cut the hair short, my shirts and boots. It's okay to be a boy, but for a boy to look like a girl is degrading. Because you think that being a girl is degrading. You'd love to know what it's like, wouldn't you? What it feels like for a girl.
It's okay to be a boy. But for a boy to look like a girl is degrading. Because you think that being a girl is degrading. But secretly, you'd love to know what it's like, wouldn't you? What it feels like for a girl. to that song a lot, particularly when I'd head out to Palm Springs for some reason. I don't know why. If you guys watch the music video, which I recommend you do, it's pretty badass and inspirational to all you gals out there. Uh, Madonna, you gotta love her. Um, it's also just a fun song, right? When I feel down and just so unmotivated and hopeless, there's always that pick-me-up song out there that speaks to all of us differently, and we all have different forms of inspiration, especially when it comes to music, I believe. Um, this one just happens to be one for me. By another one of my favorite artists, I bring you Second Wind by Billy Joel.
time and I'm here jamming out with you guys too keep in mind like how does that song make you feel I think the lyrics are just so um, they just speak a thousand words it always takes me back to times when I felt in a rut and I have some people in my life that actually share my mutual love not just for Billy Joel but for that song in particular uh, my partner he actually inspired me um, to listen to this song because he listened to the song throughout his 20s and it got him through a lot, as it has for me. Great memories attached to that song. Too many to tell. Um, to really go off topic here and get a bit personal, some people listen to music when they have intimate moments or just happen to be listening to music when a moment happens. I could go down an intimate moment list of songs that played when I was romantic. Um, this one, though, strikes more vivid memories, not just for me, but for those who were with me. This song became a bone-chilling memory-invoking song. I've actually listened to while having sex, and you know how open I am on Instagram, at least during my feminist groups, but honest, this is a key to my world through this song, Glory Box by Portishead.
It's just so beautiful on vinyl. If you have it on vinyl, did you get horny? <laughs> I'm probably the only one that feels tingly when I listen to that song every time. But there's plenty of other songs that would probably make you feel horny just by listening. That one was more of a memory-related personal one for me, but I hope you enjoyed it regardless. Um, again, to go really off topic here, I'm a huge fan of the 80s. Like, if I could ever go back in one era like to one era in time 
it would probably be the 80s for so many reasons. But since we're just talking about music-related matters here, here's one of my favorites that gives me a boost every time and always puts me in that feel-good mood. Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. You know it.
love it. I just do. I really do. I have a growing record collection, and many of my friends have the most impressive record collections. I'm so jealous. Uh, the Bee Gees is just one of those great hit groups that never dies with time. I listen to that song on the road and used to play it when I'd get dressed for the day back when I lived in San Diego. I actually lived uh, two miles from downtown, and I could see and hear the city every morning up in Hillcrest. It was predominantly gay neighborhood, and I lived there as a child. It was a wonderful urban place to live, and uh, many of my gay groups of friends that I had for years lived down the street from me. Um, I listened to the song a lot, and I developed so many memories. I actually turned my first boyfriend onto the 80s era music just through that song. Pretty cool. Um, but one thing I find apparent in this world, especially now, is the need for music to help carry us in those moments where we need comfort and validation urgently on the spot. Um, at one point in my life, I got into um, soaps. I got into the Soap General Hospital. Yeah, it's not something I'm super proud of, but hey. And I had heard a version of my favorite song, um, then sung by Adam Lambert, during one of my favorite episodes where James Franco guest starred. I fell in love, and these days I can't stop playing the song because it truly is a mad world we live in.
beautiful. And I love Lambert's version of the song compared to Gary Jules's more mundane version. But anyways, it's beautiful, isn't it? Another theme in my life is pain and betrayal and a tedious, to say the least, relationship with my father. A father who was uh, very absent in my life, who always bought me the bike. Even though he was very financially stable, he didn't even do that sometimes. But never taught me how to ride the bike, if that makes sense. Um, our relationship, or the one that barely exists, is one that is more complex for words, and I'll probably never understand him. The life memoir I'm writing is one that dives so deeply into the relationship that led to the downfall of my life, but this song fits and it makes me cry every time I hear it because every single word relates to my life, my emotions, and my pain, my hopes. Oh Father by Madonna.
it really hurts. It really impacts me because I know he was abused too. Any other girls out there with daddy issues or deadbeat dads or complicated abusive relationships with a narcissist for a parent? I feel you. I validate you. A parent you so desperately need and want and love and forgive despite it all. It's such a mindfuck. Um, it really is. But I hope that song validates you the way it does for me. Part of my pain and the complexity of my life story that I would love to see on the big screen one day is the hatred and the deep-seated evil actions that were spawned out of evil towards my mother and I that were constantly on the run for our lives and our future. Um, I actually love the movie Flowers in the Attic, the Lifetime version. Not for the reasons you think, don't judge, (laughs) but because so many factors in the movie relate to my life story of abuse and the love of money and just running for my fate. Um, So many unbelievable stories that some of my director friends said belong on the big screen so people can visualize the severity and the craziness of it because a lot of people just don't believe me about things that have happened to me. But This song is a classic, um, but Kelly Sweet's version for the film is the best in my opinion and the drama behind it fits so well. Um, I want to incorporate the song into the film that I plan to see on the big screen one day, hopefully, based off of my published memoir, In the Air Tonight, by Kelly Sweet. I can feel it coming in the air tonight Oh Lord I've been waiting for this moment for all my life, oh Lord, can you feel it coming in the air tonight, oh Lord, oh Lord, well if you told me you were drowning,
me chills every time because it invokes memories of sitting in the car on my way to visitations with my father and his family where I knew what would happen to me and driving in the fog on PCH with such anger and feeling trapped in my mind knowing that I would never be free until a miracle happened or until I turned 18. I also relate to every single word in that song. I really do. When I moved from Southern California to South Florida for like seven years, I had to fly back and forth within those years cross country to go on those horrible visitations while sick with chronic Lyme disease, completely missing out on my life just for starters. Um, I used to listen to music for those five and a half hour flights as I gripped onto the armrest. I still do have a fear of flying. Okay, I absolutely hate it. And it was like torture for me as a child to have to do that, court ordered, and it started after a bad flight, and I have really not been the same since. But when I was like 11 years old, I used to fly into Los Angeles a lot, um, and it served as the best distraction for me um, before and after visitations. I would make memories that will stick with me forever. And sometimes to get away from it all, I would take drives on Laurel Canyon, and I would listen to this song thinking about the essence of time. Clocks by Coldplay.
that song, even now as an adult, every time I hear it, I time travel back to LA. Growing up in SoCal, Southern California, just 45 minutes about outside of Los Angeles in the OC, earthquakes were just a fact of life. I mean, yet growing up there, life is always so unrealistically, air quote, perfect that no one really thinks about it, talks about it, or like even prepares for the big one that they've been talking about for years, which I feel is like on its way at any moment. Um, I remember watching that movie San Andreas and watching that unrealistic scene where California like literally fell into the ocean after that 9.0 earthquake. And it's probably ridiculous that I was bawling like a baby watching that movie just at the idea because growing up there, I know that there's no place like California. It really is a treasure in this world, just like New York in my opinion. But Sia actually sang her version of California Dreamin' for the film and gets me going every time.
dramatically powerful. I just love that song. Makes me cry every time. Um, off subject again. I'm not one for super hardcore heavy metal, but as a child, my father used to listen and still does to stuff like Megadeth and Metallica, who I actually love, and Alice in Chains. But one song I fell in love with that I can actually relate to is a song by Five Finger Death Punch. And I still listen to it all the time and it remains because I am still far from home. Another day in this carnival of souls Another night sends and as quickly as it goes The memories are shadows Echo the page And I can't seem to find my way home And it's all
You know, there's actually quite a few songs from Five Finger Death Punch that I think are fantastic. Um, I think for um, heavy metal groove, they're actually pretty dynamic, and I love the group. I think it's great. Um, the words in that song in particular are just so powerful and so um, realistic. I just love it. Um, you know, when I heard that Avril Lavigne has Lyme disease and suffers in the same way I do, a lot of her music began to change and became real um, and deeper, and I grew a newfound appreciation. Uh, my mother actually enlightened me to a song which makes her pretty emotional, as it literally tells the story of what she dealt with once my father left for the final time, um, after coming in and out many times. The pain behind that only scratches the surface, and the real sadness is that I know in my heart that they never stop loving each other. Don't Let Me Go by Avril Lavigne.
actually sung that song with her former husband, I believe, before they split up. Can anyone stay committed to each other these days? I mean, the irony behind that? Ugh. You know, to change topics again. I traveled a lot as a child, and every place has a vivid memory, both good and bad. But um, once I moved out of California, which I still regret, I still did and still do travel to San Diego many times a year and always try to revisit my or one of my favorite childhood hotels. Um, it's an exclusive old place um, in the heart of Uptown called the Park Manor or in at the park. Um, it's a real beautiful you know, boutique, old-fashioned hotel um, that's been kind of updated and revised. Um, it's got full living rooms and kitchens in the rooms, and God, I love that place. I love the pink and purple trimmed rooms with those Audrey Hepburn glass paintings in the kitchens and those views of downtown and the ocean. Um, I just miss it. I love it. At night in California, it can get pretty cold and damp and a little bone chilling. Um, I used to shower in the huge um, retro marble bathrooms. They had this black and purple walls and the showers actually had windows that you could um, open manually. Those old fashioned windows from like the 50s. And I would shower in there with the windows wide open and I would watch the cold outdoor air like mix with the steamy hot air from inside the shower. And I would watch the city lights and the pedestrians going by late at night. And I always played this song I'm about to play so much that when I play it now, I actually transport mentally back to those showers I take and the feeling of the cold city air on my skin and it felt so cool.
good old Gwen Stefani classic. It's an oldie, and it's not something I typically listen to, but hey, I mean, it's got a great memory attached to it. Uh, I also used to travel to New York City. I have lots of family and friends there. My mother actually grew up in Cresskill, New Jersey, just outside of the city. And she used to spend a lot of her youth in the city. She dated some actors, and she um, used to actually dance at one point at Studio 54 during, I believe, the disco age. Um, her dreams actually started when she moved to California in her 20s. But for me, I felt my dreams would begin when I was in New York City. And I still do get that feeling of anticipation when I visit. I just love it there. I love everything about it. And one of my favorite movies is actually The Devil Wears Prada. Um, and there's this scene where Andy, she's scrambling in the city and her whole future is ahead of her. And the city's full of hope for her. And she's basically ready to jump on her future.
Yep, another Madonna great. You guessed it. <laughs> Considering my travels, believe it or not, I rarely travel for pleasure. But within the last few years, I've been trying to do more leisure trips. And I took a few of my dear friends last February on the Practical Jokers cruise, which went from Miami to the Bahamas for a little less than a week. Um, it was wonderful, relaxing at times, because um, it was more of a party boat. And so much fun to vacation with such wonderful people and down-to-earth people. And yes, Joey Fatone is actually incredibly down-to-earth, I assure you. <laughs> Anyways, I'm so glad I could gift one of my dear friends, Matt, and his brother, Joseph, to that trip. Um, we had a complete blast. Um, I got sick with the flu along with half the boat and the Jokers, but hey, it was still worth it. And... It was probably the last moment of normalcy before this pandemic, so I don't regret it. I remember the last night of the boat being up on the deck where the haven is um, on the Norwegian Pearl and looking out at the moon and the water. I had this weird sense of like impending doom. Little did I know what we were coming back to on that boat. But anyways, on the flight out to Florida, there um, I was watching Star Trek, the newer movies. I do prefer... I do prefer Star Wars, but who cares? Um, and I found myself listening to this song from the movie over and over. And um, basically, after a really hellish past December, it brought up a lot of pain for me. Sledgehammer by Rihanna. Flies with 
just the crumbs of loving failure. I was bracing for the pain and then I let it go. I gathered all my strength and I found myself. Ooh. I hit a wall. I thought that I would burn myself. Oh, I was sure. brick and I'm a sledgehammer. I so relate to that song. It was great and it made the flight less tedious. It was so worth it to go above and beyond for this trip, um, which I did when I arranged the rest of the trip um, outside of the cruise. Those little things are just worth it and always remembered. Um, I rented a beautiful Jeep Wrangler. I'm a Wrangler lover and my friend Matt loves them too, so I thought he'd enjoy it. For the trip, um, I had us all stay down in Pompano Beach in a beautiful two-bedroom high-rise the night before, and uh, we just made it a little bit more special. I figured, why not? You know, you only live once. My friend Matt is a huge Britney Spears fan, um, and when we were driving on the way down to go to dinner the night before, gosh, we must have played um, Clumsy like seven times. And I remember when we got to the hotel, we got out of the car feeling like completely dizzy and our ears were ringing from the same tune for seven hours. Um, actually, sorry, not seven hours. It was like seven times we played the song. We played all kinds of Britney music, but it felt like seven hours. But uh, when I hear it now, I'm just reminded of the amazing week we were about to have and the laughs we shared for those two hours in that car ride. Um, gosh, poor Joseph, he was sick of it. But I love how you go down at first and slide it out again and again. Clumsy, keep on bumping into you, banging all over this bedroom again and again. Call me a fool, call me insane, but don't call it a day. I'm closer to you, closer to pain. It's better than far away.
That's what makes a good trip, in my opinion. Not one of Britney's classics, but a great song still. On the cruise, each night they have like a karaoke kill the cat um, type event. And Sal and Joey Fatone and sometimes Joe, um, Gatto, would be up on stage singing karaoke till, gosh, like 4 a.m. It was wonderful. I mean, it was great. It was fun. Um... However, I would be pooped out from dancing after like two hours and sometimes I'd head off to the casino or I'd go to the theater to watch Q and Brian Johnson do Space Monkeys or just whatever or the buffet. Who am I kidding? And uh, the last night they had this epic karaoke session on the main deck outside. It was amazing and everyone, I mean, there was one of everything. There weren't many kids. There were sloppy drunks. There were... People just dancing, having a great time. Some people went on stage. It was really fun. And, um, you know, the cool thing was that everyone, and I mean everyone on that boat, pitched in when the song New York, New York came on by My Love Sinatra. But they also played Neil Diamond's Sweet Caroline. And I was so into it. I could not get the song out of my head for like a damn week. So please enjoy Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. Where it began I can't begin to know But then I know it's growing strong Wasn't the spring 
And spring became the summer Who'd have believed you'd come along Hand Touching hand Reaching out Touching me Heartbreakers impersonator group. It's pretty cool. It was great. What a fantastic trip that was and I'll treasure it always and hope that one day we can restore some normalcy and do it again. But until then, the memories will have to suffice. I'm still like jamming out to the last two songs and I hope to jam out to this next one. Not to bring up the Devil Wars Prada again, but there's another song in the film that I traditionally listen to when I road trip out to Palm Springs. I don't know why, but for some reason I associate this song with like hot summer mornings in Palm Springs, walking down the downtown strip and visiting the Elvis Presley honeymoon house and just gazing up at those incredible mountains. I'd, I'd always stop halfway in Palm Springs on the way to San Diego area for Comic-Con each year around like July when I drive in from Scottsdale, Arizona, um, and I would spend like a night or two just as a break because it's a good halfway point, and I would always listen to this song on the drive there and during my time there, which I now associate with like 
those old retro hotels I'd stay in, like the famous Riviera or the Hotel California. It's a great song. Crazy by Alanis.
Are you guys dancing? If you guys don't know, I'm dancing to a lot of these songs while you're probably listening. Um, speaking of Palm Springs, traveling and like fun memories, this might be a little bit TMI, but if you're alone or with the right group of people, one thing I suggest you try out before you die is a good old skinny dip. Obviously, like in a safe bed of water, like if you have your own hotel hot tub or in a deck, you know, or pool or an ocean or whatever. It's so freeing and like a bit addicting, you know? It's like some kind of mental purge. It's weird, but um, in my moments of sporadic fun, I'd play my Rick James favorite and I would tune into my inner super freak.
it. I was so dancing to that song while it was playing and just remembering of good old times. And I remember that song played in, um, when they did the introduction to Harley Quinn in the Suicide Squad movie. And um, I was just like, God, I really love that song. I really do. It also brings back memories sometimes. I'm not going to play this song, but if you ever walk around your house naked or if you act like a free spirit for a moment and cook in the kitchen while naked, I used to listen to um, This Is How We Do It by Montel Jordan. (laughs) And I remember similar type memories and experiences um, when listening to that song. It was pretty, um, I don't know, it was just a great time. And... uh, (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You can't doubt the the fun in that song. So, oftentimes I say that like urban LA is actually a great place to do something just like that. Like skinny dip. And the heart of WeHo. It is, I promise you. Um anyways, you know last year was horrific for me, but when I look back at memories, I actually realized that it was actually a really great year too in a lot of ways and um One of my road trips out to Cali back in June, I went out to see my friends um, and I took them on the Jokers tour in Del Mar. It was wonderful and I invited a dear lifelong friend of mine, Andrew, and we had just a wonderful day. And um, after that, I trekked up to Los Angeles and I stayed with my other lifelong friends that I've had for, gosh, 21 years since I was born. And I stayed at their home. for a few days, and uh, I stayed at their home in Miracle Mile up in Beverly Hills, and uh, one of my friends, one of them, he's an aspiring actor, and the other, his partner, is one of the heads of Ticketmaster. So they live a pretty great life, lots of fun, world travels, exclusive Hollywood parties, they've got three cats, Um, you know, it's really all fluff, but they invited me back into that world for a few days, and it brought up a lot of memories for me in my childhood, and one of the days I was with them, we ventured out into Beverly Hills to shop. I had blisters on my feet. We ate a catch for the day, and then we ventured over to the Waldorf to have some an hors d'oeuvre break on the rooftop of the hotel. There's all these like um, rap rap um, singers up there, and business moguls and actors, and it's just a weird scene. Like it's just weird. Um, to be up there and think about all the hell that's going on in the world but anyways I met some of their friends I made new friends it was just a beautiful sunny day it was just a lot of fun and I remember at one point in the car my friend Habibi who bless his heart is tone deaf and like a valley girl at heart he pumped on some Lizzo and some Tevlo in his Mercedes and we sang true disaster together as off-pitched as it may have been And the song is so fond to me now. I listen to it all the time.
fucks about it, come on I know I'm gonna get hurt, come on Zero fucks about it, come on Keep playing my heartstrings faster and faster You can be just what I want, my true disaster Keep playing my heartstrings faster and faster You can be just what I want, my true disaster We curse it like a fancy, but you don't keep it mentally to Sunset Boulevard listening to that song and having a green juice in my hand and just feeling on top of the world I love you my Marky and my Habibi if you guys are listening I hope to have more fun in the future and just I thank you for that time it was a really great trip back in June and I remember one of the nights we ventured over late at night to um, Silver Lake and we ate at this cute little cafe and I remember I was wearing heels that day and when I think about it I just think of pain <laughs> and I remember we ventured over to the Swoden house and we took a drive down memory lane on Mulholland Drive and we ventured over to the Warner Brothers studios and Mark was telling me about the things he was doing there and kind of like updates of what's going on in Hollywood in terms of the movie industry and it was just great fun and LA brings back a lot in my past and my childhood to my Hollywood friends that have enlightened me to that world and those secrets. And it's so strange to live in that world at one point and then to know that throughout my life, poverty was actually a theme before I had the moments where I lived very comfortably. You know, um, I worked my way up and um, 
I know what it's like to live in both worlds. I know what it's like to suffer. You go from barely eating or paying bills, and then I went to that time where I was out strutting in my $1,500 Chanel boots that I did not pay $1,500 for. You can ask me how and why, but um, I know both worlds, and it doesn't shape my character in the negative, even though I do have a taste for the finer things like high-end fashion and you know, in that world of fluff, but if you guys head over to my blog, theholistichero.com, and you venture over to the lifestyle category, I actually recently wrote a blog post about what it was like to grow up in the OC, which in my opinion is the materialism capital um, behind that orange curtain that if you grew up there or you live there, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So... I was right, I was one of those, I was right in that community circle with those billionaire friends and that world of fluff and stupid surface crap and God am I glad I got out. It's just like a virus, you know, or just watch The Real Housewives of Orange County if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you will. Nevertheless, fashion is actually a huge part of my life in terms of expression, I'll always love fashion. Um, It's fun for me and I just, I love to adorn myself in lots of black, designer wear and just have fun expressing my personality like especially in the winters which is my favorite time of year anywhere when I can wear a great pair of high-end biker boots with some red lipstick a lace choker and a leather jacket Mm, yummy just love it um anyways I give you a classic favorite of mine Vogue by Madonna Inspiration, your dreams are open the door. Open up, give me some. 
seen on the cover of a magazine. Grace Kelly, hollow jean, picture of a beauty queen. Jean Kelly, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, dance on air. They had style, they had grace. Rita Hayward gave good faith. Lauren, Catherine, Manitou, Betty Davis, we love you. Ladies with an attitude, fellas that were in the mood. Don't just stand there, let's get to it. Strike a pose, there's nothing to it. Probably not, but... Uh, Jimmy Dean on the cover of a magazine. I love it. Off topic, and we're almost done here, guys, and I can't wait to do more of these. Something I'm a big believer in is the concept of human nature. I really do believe in it. Um, so to bring this piece of fresh air to the table, for my favorite artist, Human Nature by Michael Jackson.
single Michael Jackson song I really would want to play like Smooth Criminal and Leave Me Alone and Thriller I have a really fun story behind the song Thriller but I was actually thinking of doing in a week or so a Michael Jackson themed tribute episode where I only play Michael Jackson music um because his birthday was August 29th so maybe I'll do just that Anyways, okie dokie guys, I have probably worn you out, but some of my friends and those who have their own radio programs can go on for hours here, so I don't feel so bad. But this was a fun starter piece, I want to do more things like this, and it was a lot of fun, it felt great, and I actually suggest you guys do the same, maybe reminisce in the same way. It might bring you some comfort, some memories, or just like enlighten you during this time to listen to memory-invoking music. It's truly therapeutic and cathartic, and I really enjoyed myself, and I hope you did too. And who knows? Maybe we'll do it again in the future. I keep saying that. I think that means I want to do it. <laughs> it's something different and fun, and I'll definitely do more polls on Instagram to hear what you guys think, and I want to thank you for listening, especially if you made it this far with my boring ass, but I want to close with a song that speaks really to who I am entirely. Um, my love for Tim Burton and my lifelong obsession with Alice in Wonderland. One of my favorites, um, Alice by Avril Lavigne. So thank you guys. Have a great week. I hope to see you Friday and have fun writing down your rabbit holes. <laughs>